Most entrepreneurs waste an insane amount of time trying to build their business. They are online 24-7, sacrificing their private life and burning out in the process. This is going to end right now. Welcome to the Content Lounge Podcast. I'm your host, Virginia Reassis. I'm a serial entrepreneur, copywriter, business coach, and recovered workaholic. I know what it takes to go from burnt out and overwhelmed to building a six-figure business, posting only once a week and working less than five hours per day. My secret? Cutting out all the crap that doesn't move the needle forward in your business and producing content that actually attracts clients and gets you paid while living your best life. Want to create a business and a life you love? Sit back, relax, and let your content do the work for you. Hello, hello, my dear friend and listeners. I am so excited for today's episode. It feels a bit edgy. It feels a bit scary because in the coaching world, what we mostly see are like the big celebrations and the sparkly helium balloons. And today I want to share with you one of the more challenging moments, really, that I had in my business in the last six months. And that was that I had a big income dip in February, and I want to take it apart. I want to let you know, okay, so this is what happened. This is how it felt. This is how I did damage control. And this is how we rose back up to 30k a month. So without any further ado, Let's dive right into this episode. I'm so excited to share this with you because I want to see more honest, vulnerable conversations about what it's actually like to run a business. And running a business means sometimes there's an income dip. So let's dive right in. So I had pretty consistently 20 to 30k months. November was a 50k month, December and January were 30k month, and also I was banking sales every single day. So those months were really, really good, and I was really getting used to getting Stripe notifications every day, getting PayPal notifications every day, getting emails every day about people joining my programs, and then suddenly... February rolls around. February is when baby E got kicked out of pre-K and we didn't have any childcare. And I was just home alone with her all day, every day. And oh my God, I was exhausted. I was so tired from taking care of her all day that I felt like I had no space to breathe. Like I had no space to breathe. And I, I remember clearly how I said to my coach, I was crying on Voxer into the mastermind chat that I was in. I was like, I don't even know what to do. Like, I feel like I just need to shut down operations altogether. Now, she encouraged me. She was like, okay, well, what options do you have? Let's go into entrepreneurial mindset here. It's not about being perfect. It's about making do with what you got. It's the same resourcefulness that you have to bring up if you want to invest in a coach and you hear an investment and you're like, oh, this is out of my comfort zone. And then you have the choice to either say, F it, I don't have that kind of money or to ask yourself, well, how can I make this work? And it's that exact same resourcefulness, which is why it's a good idea to practice that through investments because when you have difficult, challenging moments in your business, it's good to have practiced resourcefulness and to just be in the habit of looking for solutions rather than just writing things off and being like, ah, like I can't do this. So 
That said, resourcefulness. I was looking at my calendar and I had way too many calls. I was really exhausted. I was like, there's no way I can take another one-on-one client. So I had a couple one-on-one clients who were wrapping up and I was like, great. I'm glad the calls are done. They are good to go. I'm exhausted. I am not going to pitch any new one-on-one slots or mastermind seats for now. So that lightened the load on my call schedule already. Felt a little bit more doable because the little bit of time that I had was all being used now for delivering to clients. I was like, I don't even know how to post. Like, I don't even know how to show up on social media and grow my business. Like, let's see if we can at least sustain it. So in February, I just focused on sustaining mostly and delivering to my clients what I kind of had. And because I was in that like really drained out energy, I was almost not posting much to my feed. I was mostly posting to my stories. I made very, very few new sales. And I really believe it's because energetically I was in the mood of like, everybody just stay the hell away from me. I am so like, this baby is so much on me already that I don't want to have people around me. So energetically, I was rather repelling people than inviting them in. And I could really feel that because my Instagram stories, which is usually what feels so damn easy, felt really, really hard. And the creative ideas usually that nudge people off the fence, they just became fewer and fewer throughout. So it also felt like it took more effort. So in February, I didn't actually launch a new offer. I was wrapping up Fearless at the time, and I was preparing for sold-out offer suite in March, April. And that said, I am glad that I prepared, but (laughs) at the same time, taking care of my clients and taking care of my baby was so all-consuming that my income collapsed from 30K to 9K. Now, I have never had such a big, massive income debt. Nine and a half K, it was nine or 9.8 K. So almost 10 K. And even though it was a 10 K month, almost, it felt like I was about to die. I was like crying in my bed. I was so upset. And I could not make sense of those feelings. I could not make sense of those feelings. And Jesus, the memory alone almost puts tears in my eyes right now. It was such a heavy end of the month, beginning of March. I was like, I don't even know. I don't even know how I'm going to get through the day. That was also the same moment in time where, where the war in Ukraine started, where Russia invaded Ukraine. And in my family history... I was born and raised in Germany. My family, they all had to flee their cities, their towns. My grandfathers were prisoners of war in Russia. And, oh my God, generational trauma, I tell you. Generational trauma kicked in. It didn't even kick in. It it came in like a wrecking ball. It knocked me off my feet. I felt like I could barely breathe. And I was so glad I had my life coach, Jen, at that time by my side, because she was like, okay, well, this is so heavy on you. We need a game plan here. 
So she helped me cope with the information that I was consuming from Ukraine and Russia. In the end, I settled on, okay, I cannot watch the news right now. I have to make sure that my information diet is better. So that already helped pick up my energy a little bit. I was not functional if I watched the news. Okay, so that put me back into like at least functionality. But then I still had to unpack all these emotions about, so to say, a failed 10K month. And you might hear this and think to yourself, Virginia, Jesus, like I would die to have a 10K month. And I agree, a 10K month is great. So why was I feeling these emotions? And this really put me down a path, and I'm so freaking grateful for it, with my energetics coach, Mai. Her name is Empowered Muse, empowered.muse. And it really brought to me some of the biggest lessons around coaching that I had no idea about. And it really cleared up for me the connection between mindset and energetics, the woo and the work. And it has transformed me into a completely new person. So I was working with Maya already since January because I could feel the heaviness. And I was like, I want to know how the hell do you call in clients magically out of nowhere sometimes it seems like and like I want to know how your business feels so effortless because my business felt effortless until it didn't and I didn't know why so we deep dove into energetic work into meaning investigations into uncovering all the deep stuff that was inside of me and suddenly I was feeling light again. So here is the actual work that we did. So what you need to understand is that your emotions don't always reflect your reality. So I had a 10K month. That is not a reason to cry yourself to sleep. Absolutely not. And those feelings came because my subconscious was attaching meaning to that 10K month in the context of the much larger month that we had before. So it was attaching the meaning and it went something like that. This is the spiral. We dropped down from 30 to a 10K month. My job is sales. I didn't sell enough. Therefore, I failed my business partner, Francesca, who's my best friend, because she's investing time and energy into our business too. I failed her. And because I failed her, she's going to leave. She's going to abandon me. And I'm probably going to die. This was the mindset spiral that I was not aware of that I was in. But boy, did it feel like dying. Oh my God. It felt like an existential threat, which of course makes complete sense if the mindset spiral goes something like, I'm going to be abandoned and I'm probably going to (laughs) die. So with Maya's help and someone from the mastermind, Energetics Mastermind, her name is Ellie. So those two helped me greatly rewired my subconscious and clear up the meaning that it attached to something that's more positive and empowering. So that was one thing. And that already, like just the simple understanding and changing the meaning of that month already created so much more lightness inside of me. And it really taught me a different level of coaching, coaching around the subconscious, around the meaning, around the energy. 
and really understanding that sometimes your feelings and your energy and your, yeah, the way subconscious attaches meanings, your thoughts, they all don't correlate to reality. They're all projections because subconscious can experience, like, can watch a story or can relive a memory, you know, when you're like, Reliving a memory, I don't know, someone pissed you off, and then two hours later you're still angry. That means you're still in, in, in the moment of where that person made you angry. And you're giving away a lot of your power if you don't actually watch your emotions and your thoughts, and if you allow people to have control over them. So if you constantly put yourself in situations where you say that made me upset or that made me feel like I'm not worth it, then you're giving away your power. You're giving away your power because your subconscious interprets situations and then causes emotions to move you to action. This is why when you sit inside a scary movie in a movie theater and you're watching Chainsaw Massacre on screen, you feel fear even though rationally you're like, I should not be scared. I'm sitting in a movie theater. It's perfectly safe. But you're feeling the fear because your subconscious is experiencing it as if it was reality right now. Now, when you give away control over your emotions and you never stop to investigate them and you never stop to investigate your thoughts and the meanings you attach and you don't have a coach who can support you there, then you're really in somewhat of a helpless position because now you are just responding to the things your subconscious creates, but subconscious isn't rational, nor is it like logical or it gives you access to your intuition when it's running haywire. So this was really, really important for me. The first step was to clear up the meaning and understand where all these emotions were coming from and that I didn't have to feel that way in that moment because I was not reliving, like they did not correlate to the reality, which the reality was it was a 10K month. Now, apart from the clearing the energetic and the meaning blockages that I had, there were also some really practical, tangible things that I had to do in order to move forward. So I needed to objectively assess, okay, well, what is actually going on in my private life? Okay, it is what it is. I can't change that right now. We were looking for a new childcare solution. We were looking for an au pair, but I can't just magically snip my fingers. So I needed a solution for what I could do with baby E so that I could still have a little bit more space to breathe and time to work. So I came up with a solution with my partner where we kind of worked in shifts and then everybody had the baby for a couple of hours. We did that in March and April Yes, it was exhausting, but it also gave me an additional two hours or so per day to actually get some work done and not just work in my business delivering to clients, but on my business, actually delivering new offers or selling, creating content, building my authority. I was also able to sign on a new one-on-one client because I now had that capacity and that already instantly brought our income back up to, I think, March was like a 16K month. Now, inside my business, it felt like I was checking all the boxes. I was like, I am pitching and selling, like in February. I was pitching and selling in February, yes. But 
I didn't really have the audience and the credibility or the experience built to launch a ton of new, brand new offers. So I would have done a lot better if I had just stuck to the ones that I had a ton of social proof for rather than trying to launch brand new offers. Now, at that time, I was working with a coach who was making an incredible amount of money. Like, she was so successful. I th- Like, to me, it was like, wow, this is how I need to build my business, and I can do that. I can launch new offers every single month. But the truth of the matter was, I didn't have the capacity to run my business the way she did, and I resisted that for way too long. For way too long, I was trying to build my business exactly the way she was building her business, and I just had to admit, this is not for me. Now, this isn't her fault. It was a very, very valuable lesson for me about the topic of alignment. And if you want to learn more about alignment, just head over to the Condon Lounge Facebook group because there's the Align Six Figure Business Building Bootcamp in there. And in day one, I'm talking all about how to find alignment in your business so that you don't make the same mistake. Like this mistake and this lesson funneled right into the Align Six Figure Business Building Bootcamp. So highly recommend that lesson. Now, the moment I stopped resisting the idea that I can't build my business, in fact, the way she does, because she doesn't have kids, her husband's away for a lo- for long periods of time, it's literally just her and her dog at home, so she has the capacity to do this many things and still feel like lit up and excited and light and effortless. I do not, because I spend at least six hours a day with the kids, so I I just, and with baby E at home, obviously, way more. So I had to acknowledge that and actually find back into my alignment. Now, I had never experienced my coaching business this much out of alignment. So it just really took me a long time to understand that. And again, Maya helped me so much with that, with really understanding of, okay, this is inspired action. Here, you're trying to force it. So once I cleared up, that disalignment, malalignment in my business, everything already started to feel a lot lighter. And sales, again, increased quite a bit. Now, I was launching a lot of offers on topics that I wasn't really known for. I already said I was trying to launch a new offer every month. And the truth of the matter was I had just started my brand new Instagram account. I had burnt down the old one, Virginia on Insta, and I like I have my new Instagram account. So those people, they all just found me. It does not work to launch brand new offers when you haven't built credibility in a certain topic and and just expect people to buy. Like you, there's a period of time where you need to build credibility and authority. So for example, I was selling Fearless in January. People had seen me do mindset work, but then after that, I was trying to sell other offers and it really just felt like pulling teeth. It felt like pulling teeth. And that was because I was ignoring the fact that I hadn't actually built enough credibility and authority for that. And I had a tiny audience of like 100 or 200 people at that time. So it didn't make sense for people to buy these like more niche, smaller offers. And for me at that time, I should have stuck to a higher ticket more general container for which I had social proof, probably run CTS like a mastermind one more time. Something along those lines would have been a better choice, especially with such a small audience, because when you have a small audience, then 
one person buying a low ticket offer isn't really going to move the needle for you in your business, but one person buying a 3K, 5K, 10K offer is going to have a huge impact on your bottom line. And when you only have 100, 200, 300, 500 followers, something like that, it just makes a lot of sense to sell somewhat higher ticket offers because then you have more of an like of a breathing space. You don't need quantity. You can just deliver high quality, high ticket, and that actually will smooth out your income as well. So those were my big lessons about the income dip. When you, if you're going through something in your business where you're like feeling like it's, oh my God, crushing you and like you don't even know how to pick yourself back up from that moment. What I want to encourage you, one, do you have a coach? Because these situations are hard AF, hard, 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 hard. Like I could come up with 20 different adjectives, like gut-wrenching, soul-sucking, so frustrating, hard. Okay. So if you don't have a coach, this is like, this is why you have a coach. You hire a coach when you're doing okay or well, so that when you fall into crisis mode, that coach already knows you. You have a history together. They know your offers. They know what you're doing. They know how you're ticking. They know your coping mechanisms, your responses. You have a coach who knows you so that they can pull you out more quickly. I was really lucky that I had a coach who knew me well with Mai because Mai already knew me because she was my client. She is my client since almost three years now. So she knew me as a person and could thus help me super, super quickly. My business coach at that time, unfortunately, I had only started in January, so that wasn't, wasn't very useful. And also, it wasn't in a one-on-one -on -one setting. It was in a mastermind setting. And the way she ran her mastermind was just not that favorable for where I was at with that crisis moment. So these are the learnings, really, that I wanted to share with you. If you're going through something, girl, I'm sending you so much love. Like, building a business like these moments, they're really hard. Make sure you really objectively assess what is it that you're doing in your business and does that actually make sense? But before you can do that, you really have to clear out the emotions. Because while you're super emotional and your subconscious is attaching meaning that maybe you're about to die or something along those lines, you're really truly in fight or flight mode. And when emotions are high, intelligence is slow. So step number one, always clear out emotions, clear out the meanings that subconscious attaches. And once you have that clear slate <laughs> and you can access your intuition, your logic, your reasoning again, then assess what's going on. And then from there, you can pull yourself out. This is so important work that I've done with my clients recently <laughs> that that's very similar is unreasonable fear. Why am I feeling so scared to grow my audience? I'm having a lot of emotions around past clients. I'm not sure why, but it makes me not want to check my Instagram and my Facebook. And yeah, of course, then consistent content and consistent audience growth is going to be hard if you're trying to avoid your platforms because you don't want to see previous clients or you, you have some weird energy around them. So in all of those moments, the number one job was to clear the emotions, understand the meaning that was being attached, and then move forward with like action that is logical or intuitive or inspired. So 
Sending you so much love. Shoot me a message. Shoot me a DM. I would love to know what you think about this episode. So reach out to me on Instagram at Virginia underscore DSEs. I would love to know. I'm always so curious. What did this move in you? Did, were there any like big takeaways? Do you feel me? Have you had an income dip too? I would love to know. And I would love to chat. Sending you love and I'll see you on the next episode. Content loungers, listen up. This is your chance to ditch the hustle and take a massive leap in your business and your income. This month, one of you guys is going to work with me one-on-one and together we will create a content strategy that turns you into a client and money magnet without working more. This is valued at over $2,000. And to get in on this, simply leave me a five-star review, take a screenshot and DM it to me on Instagram. Wishing you all massive success in your business. See you next week. And until then, sit back, relax, and let your content do the work for you.